How's everybody doing today? My name is Augie with VI Playlist. I'm here with Chaney from the band House Parties. How are you doing today? Good. I'm doing good. Awesome. And also joining me today is Adam. He is going to be my new co-host. Thanks for having me, man. You know, yeah. uh, I'm excited. You know, you're my best yeah. bud. A couple guys having fun talking about music. Heck yeah. So we're just going to make a playlist today, Chaney. Um, you are in the band House Parties. You want to tell everybody kind of what you do for House Parties? I sing in the band. Um, awesome. I also run all of our social media. So Awesome. Yeah. You also have a side solo thing? Yeah. I mean, maybe further down the line, I'll do like solo music. Kind of like how Matt from Citizen does, or maybe Haley like with yeah. pedals for armor um but it was mostly just to whenever whenever i kind of like blew up on tiktok everyone was like requesting like full songs of things and um so we put driver's license on there but i think before that my buddy Jarrett owns his uh a record label paul mute records um pretty cool and at the time house parties didn't exist and he asked if I wanted to do a cover just for like the compilation of like it was like movie songs from like movies and like I did decode from Twilight nice, so we put awesome. that on there as well so so far that's just covers on there but maybe one day I'll do like a solo side thing yeah you know? <laughs> all right then all right uh so we're gonna get started today making this playlist the first thing I like to have people do is name it do you want to come up with an awesome name for this playlist can it be literally anything? It could be anything you want it to be. Yep. I mean, I was eating a mango earlier, and I kind of, my mind was on that. Mango? Oh, uh, yeah. Mango and sour cream Pringles. Hey, you know Something what? Something like that. Maybe that'll be a new flavor. <laughs> God. That would be an interesting flavor. Chaney's favorite jams while listening, or while eating mangoes. Something like that. All right. We, yeah. Okay. It's so Hold hard on. to think Let of me... it on the. It is it's so hard to think of it on the spot because all that's I was thinking about was literally just watching YouTube while eating. Like I ate a mango earlier. Now I was eating chips, and I was like, I don't I'm not think about anything else today. <laughs> the the last band I had uh, I interviewed was uh, Little Geronimo, and their uh, playlist name is Songs to Listen to While Making Spaghetti. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn i kind of wish i thought of that one <laughs> i guess mangoes will have to suffice it's mango sour cream pringles that'll work love it i i like low-key like kind of like it because like people are like what does that even mean but right. it entices people to come be like what songs are on this and they click <laughs> it and they're like okay bet I, got <laughs> I always like to start out the show the first question is, what did you remember listening to, like, before you could pick your own music, like, maybe riding in the car with your parents? Uh, is there, like, songs that they used to listen to that maybe stuck out? Uh, anything like that? Just, like, before you could pick your own music. Oh, my gosh. A bunch of classic rock, that's for sure. Classic rock. Um, <laughs> anything on the radio, like, ACDC, uh, Journey, like, all that stuff. Um, is there anything, like in particular that you may still listen to hotel hotel california hotel california that's <laughs> an awesome go. song 
Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. That Carry one on. I used to listen to. Yeah. Classic. Um, I used to hear that on the radio a lot. Yeah. That song goes so hard. Um, I remember also, like, whenever I was in, like, when I was young and, like, we just turned the radio on before I, like, really got into, like, the music I'm in and pick music. Like, if I was at daycare or something or, like, summer camp and we would go on a field trip, I obviously don't control the music in the whole bus. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, like, like the pop station, like Kesha, like <laughs> Your nice. Love is My Drug, like old Kesha and old Katy Perry, like California Girls, like stuff like that. <laughs> my wife There's, loves Kesha. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What was that one uh, Usher song? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Dynamite by, uh, what's his name? Like it's Dynamite. Oh, is that? Oh, man. Oh my God! I think oh, I can't remember what his name is. Tayo Cruz or something. Tayo like Cruz, that. yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah Cruz. Oh my gosh, jeez. It's good stuff. <laughs> or love the way you lie with uh, Rihanna and Eminem. Yeah. Oh my that. gosh. It's the good old days good of radio. Yeah, classic. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize how old that song was until the other day. Like, it kind of made me feel old. You know what's crazy though is back in like the, I was obviously really young and I didn't even know much about like this kind of music yet. But I used to listen, I used to like hear Paramore on the radio, like the only exception. And I would like sing it without really knowing who it was. And then when I got into this music like years later, I was like, oh my God, I used to sing like this song on the radio when I was like younger. Like this is crazy to me. Yeah. And now I'm like, I love Paramore. <laughs> I'm from like East Texas, so we didn't have a cool radio station like that. So like literally all I heard was like disturbed and trapped. That's it. Trapped. <laughs> yeah. That is it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Adam oh remembers. We had dude, to, don't we had don't to... don't forget about Shine Down, dude. Oh yeah, Shine Down. Shine down the barrel. Oh yeah. <laughs> literally, I used to hear Second Chance all the time when I was like in elementary school. And I used to love that song, not knowing who the hell even like sang it. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, shine down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now every time that song comes on, I'm like, everyone stop. I need to like pay attention to the song right now because I fucking love that song. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm gonna throw that one on there too. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please throw that one on there. Yes, please. Uh, you know, we're talking about maybe some of the music you listened to when you were younger and like how it's all kind of coming full circle, right? With the whole Paramore thing. But like, yeah. what is, who's someone that you might have listened to either back then or even now that people would be surprised to hear is like a big influence on you? Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa okay. Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Um, I was like obsessed with High School Musical when I was younger. I guess like the way that my brain worked as a child was like, if I heard a song and it was catchy, I liked it. I didn't really pay attention of, oh, I like, you know what I mean? I just was yeah. like, oh, I like that song. I'm going to listen to it. So I like High School Musical. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I saw that Vanessa Hudgens and, and Ashley Tisdale had like their own like solo stuff. And I listened to both of them pretty frequently. Um, I used to tell my mom, put this on, put this like, here's my Vanessa Hudgens CD, put it on. I was just sitting in the back and like, you know, because she wouldn't let me sit in the, the passenger seat. I just listened to it and it was god uh i know headstrong by ashley tisto was a um uh, wasn't that like a oh my god make like almost like a pop punk album wasn't it like 
I think almost, yeah. It was like uh, along the lines of it. Um, I remember I listened to Push It to the Limit by Corbin Boyle a lot. <laughs> that song, I was obsessed with that song when I was younger. I don't know why. It was a good song. Like looking back on it, and I was like, oh, why was I so obsessed with it? <laughs> but yeah, a lot of like stuff like that, but mostly like Vanessa Hudgens, Miley Cyrus too, because I was a Hannah Montana kid. When Miley Cyrus put like solo stuff out, like uh, like Seven Things and that album, like Start All Over was like my anthem. And I just remember, I remember one year when Disney Channel had like the, um, God, what do you call it? They had like that, those games, like the summer games or something like that, where like they divide like all the Disney Channel stars into like different, like four different teams. And they would play like games to see which team would win. Yeah, like I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah, and there was like, I think like that's when that song came out was like early on back then when that was still a thing. I remember like just watching like the premiere music video on on TV for it. And I was like, holy crap. I was <laughs> obsessed with that. Like, so yeah, Miley Cyrus, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale were like my idols. Can't forget about the OGs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so y'all, y'all are primarily like a pop punk. What, what, what got you into the, the pop punk music scene? It was definitely Neck Deep. Neck Deep? For oh, sure. man, so good. Yes. Neck Deep, Rain in July, their first like EP. I, oh my God, I remember sitting in school going, I should give this band a chance. Like everyone keeps talking about this band and like stuff like that. So I listen, I kind of got into music kind of like a little late. Um, like in middle school, my friend had showed me like My Chemical Romance back when like uh, Danger Days had just came out. And then, you know, like a month later they broke up and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I just got into this band and now they're broken up like what the heck anyways but I remember neck deep because I was also a tumblr kid and I remember seeing it everywhere and I was like I should just listen to them so I did and that just like pulled me in and then it was the story so far and oh my god I just went further down like the rabbit hole and here I am that's crazy. empty space empty space with the story so far was one of like my first pop punk songs like before neck after neck deep and yeah. I'm still obsessed with that song to this day. <laughs> I just saw them like two day- two nights ago and I had like the best time. That's awesome. I didn't get into like Neck Deep and the story so far until like maybe two or three years ago. Uh, Ain't no shame. Yeah, no shame. I, well, I'm like super old. <laughs> I'm, only, oh, like 30. I'm only like 31, you know, but so. Yeah, I'm only like 30. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's not too old, I guess. Me and Adam. I'm are, about are to there. literally turn 24 by the end of this month. Yeah. So you said uh, MCR Danger Days, and then they broke up. And I was like, oh, man. Because I remember seeing like Helena on Fuse when I was like 13, 14. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Had, I had just yeah. missed like the MySpace and TV era. Yeah. When I got yeah. into stuff like this. But yeah, I know. Danger Days is probably one of my, it's my favorite album of all time. See, and I, I, I don't even, I couldn't even name one song off of Danger Days. I can name probably every song. <laughs> it's just, I just, I feel like if I had like an album that like sound wise and visually would like represent my personality, it's definitely that. Yeah. So yeah, it's very colorful, but like crazy, but also like badass at the same time. And just like, I don't know, like that fast kind of like pop. Yeah. not pop like punk kind of like vibe how 
I don't know how to describe it, but I, I love the album and I had just gone into it and I was like in love with na 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 and the music video and everything. And then my mom brings in a newspaper or something and she's like, hey, isn't it like a band new like called like My Couple Romance? Like, yeah. She goes, oh yeah, they're, they're, they broke up. And I was like, what the fuck? Like what? <laughs> like none of my favorite bands now, and yeah. I can never see them live in concert. That's fantastic. They had a good run yeah, though. I mean, yeah. they were around for a long time. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have a friend who's selling me their MCR tickets for the tour in September this year, and I was like, I don't care if I'm gonna miss any festival. I'm going to that concert because my one of my life goals is to go see MCR in concert before I die or That's awesome. something yeah. happens. So That's so cool. What's yeah. coming up? The oldest band that I've seen in concert is like Deftones. And that was with Adam too. So, <laughs> Which Adam just I saw them know. a couple of nights ago. Yeah, I saw them on Monday. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely oldest band I've seen is probably like Tool. I They probably edge them oh, out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bit yeah uh but not by much um i don't know man I, i've seen like ricky martin I oh really think, like, i feel uh, yeah i feel like he's pretty old yeah ricky martin's probably I, pretty old dude. i don't even know who the oldest band that i've seen live is i really just could not tell you i really don't know yeah i feel like they're on the same age genre i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i've seen so many concerts at this time i'm like i don't even know i used to go all, all the time i, I went to 2007 and 2008 war tour oh uh, my god yeah that was like the prime year it was they were so good uh, yeah i went to warp tour 2018 17 i went through i went did i go 14 no i went for four years um i went to 2000 you know by the time my mom actually let me go to concerts on myself 2015 2015 yeah 2015 through 2018 i went to all those warp tours and it was weird because 2018, you know, Warp Tour in Texas is blazing hot. You're oh, miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's passing out around you. And you're like, am I going to survive? Did you um, go to Dallas or, or the Dallas, Houston? Yeah. So yeah. I went to the Dallas Back one when it was Jexa Energy Pavilion. Yeah. 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 I went to the now Dallas one in 2007 and then Houston in 2008. And let me tell you. I would much rather go to the fucking Dallas when it was so fucking hot in Houston. It was ridiculous. But here, here's the thing is that I went to Dallas 2015 through 2017 and you know, it's freaking miserable, right? I can only imagine how, how hot Houston gets because it's humid Houston's down there. It's terrible. It's so humid. But um, in 2018, I went to San Antonio because I had friends there at the time that were going to go and I didn't have any friends up here that were going to go. I was like, I'm not going to Dallas by myself. It's too much. So I went down there and it rained. Oh. It rained by like the end of the, I've never stayed fully through an entire day at Warped Tour because I reached my limit. You know, I'm a small girl, you know, I can only handle so much, but uh, it's really hard to stay hydrated too. Whenever you're drinking like hot water the entire day and you just, it rained. I remember this was like the coolest thing to me because I was watching Real Friends and at the time they had their, uh, their album was it the with the bird and the rain on it i think it's composure but i could be wrong um but the way that the rain was angled because they had the big backdrop during their set for that and the way the rain was angled on like the backdrop because of their album cover 
when it was raining, it was raining the exact same position as the rain on the album cover. And I was like, this is kind of like an interesting moment because it's raining exactly how it's raining on like the backdrop. Yeah, that's The rain was the exact same angle. And I was like, yo, this is awesome. And it was, it was like a night, as sad as it was that Warp Tour ended, it was a nice like note to end on. And I think it ended up raining all three Texas dates too. And I was like, this is weird. Like the last year of Warp Tour, and it rained all three Texas right. dates. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. That had to go away. That was that was a really cool. Like I don't know. Yeah. Just I'm, it's. I, I never mean, got to go. I can only imagine how much money and people it took to make that thing oh, happen. Oh, hundred percent. It and it it sucks. I understand why. It just sucks because that was one of my like goals in my life as being in a band to perform at Warp Tour. But it is what it is. I definitely understand the reasons why. It just a lot of work and you know yeah but man to go like back like in 20 2007 holy god that was like right at the like dawn of like this weird like electro era where they were adding like electro pop into like post-hardcore and stuff so like play radio play came out i know he's not post-hardcore but like play radio play came out and then like never shout never which never was like this never. weird like and i i love them i actually got to see so play radio play came out first and that was like he was like peak success in 2007 wow. it was nuts it was awesome and then i think never shout never was there we got to see him as well they had a bunch of oddball bands on there too like kill switch engage and i remember oh, yeah. watching kill switch and howard jones was up there and he was like i don't know why the fuck we're here but we're here <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's kind of like the time that Katy perry used to play warp tour yeah that was nuts man i, I completely... uh, that was weird so I'm pretty new to the whole like pop punk scene. Um, so when I was listening to your music, it sounds really fun, right? Yeah. But when you check out the lyrics and stuff, they seem really personal and they kind of talk about, you know, stuff you've maybe gone through or experienced and stuff. So oh yeah, it, it's pretty relatable. Um, but what what is something you hope people take away, you know, either from your music or like your shows i when the, when people go to our shows i want them to like have a fun time because right. the shows that we put on are really fun we don't just stand up there and perform i i try to move around as much as possible and i try to mm -hmm. engage the crowd as much as possible because i if i go to a show and the lead singer is telling me to get down we're gonna jump in like three counts i'm like oh yeah i'm here for it let's go come on I secretly want to move but if no one else is moving it's hard so I try to get the whole crowd going um right. so I constantly do stuff like that um I sometimes if the sound guy lets me I'll go like in the crowd and sing like in the crowd and stuff like that I like to mm -hmm. move around a lot so that that's fun music wise like when people listen to it I want them to like hear something that they can relate to or be like oh my god this is actually really deep and personal like what you said and mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know like the backstories behind these songs um which is kind of crazy because we get a lot of assumptions about them right. and I have come across a couple comments or messages where people are like tiny rooms is really good but it'd be it, but the lyrics need work and I'm like do you know what no. that song's about <laughs> you can't about please everyone there's there's trolls man like, you know I was like, I was like, I see where you're coming from, but it's really disrespectful to tell the lead, like the person who wrote the song 
oh, the lyric pities work. You should change this. Like these are, this is like my experience with something right. traumatic that I just went through for 22 years. It's dealing with abuse. It's dealing with, uh, you know, toxic relationships and stuff like that. And, you know, you can't just tell someone, oh, you need to change that. Right. It's and your experience. I feel like the, it's yeah, your, exactly. And I feel like thing. a lot of, or not like a lot of, some people just don't understand that. And, you know, it's just like, so I hope that when people do listen to it, they'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a really deep thing. And just leave it at that. Or like, oh, I can relate to it. Because I try to make, I try to write things to where when the listener listens to the song, um, they go, oh, that's a very personal thing that happened to this person that wrote it. But I can also relate to this. I try to make the lyrics very personal, but also general at specific, but also very general at the same time. So people are like, you know, the whole thing. They're like, holy shit. Yeah, you, you can relate to it and you can almost, it's a little sort of open to interpretation and you can almost kind of, you know, perhaps apply it to your own life in a way. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, even within that, you're talking about, um, you know, maybe your experience through your music. Have you found it to be like therapeutic? I mean, does it feel good to be able to write all this stuff and then go out on the stage and just kind of belt it all out? 100% yes. I, um, if you know me, I don't really come across as a very like emotional person. Not that it's bad to be emotional. I just don't show it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so when I do feel something very intensely, um, you know, there are obviously ways like unhealthy ways of dealing with those things of and there are healthier ways and sometimes I have fallen victim to like unhealthy ways like I'll admit I've lashed out on some people before and because most of the things that I write about are angry feelings I'm very I'm a very like obviously like you know that was years ago but now I'm especially with things that have happened recently that has made me very angry. I've really like taken a step back and learned how am I going to deal with this in like the healthiest way possible. And that's better for myself. And that is to not be defensive on every comment, not having to, to have like the last word or have to say something to people who are very rude and have nothing nice to say to you. I just ignore it or like water off a duck's back as some people say. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, and I take it out, I put all of those feelings into what I write. And um, I really, I really show my emotions when I'm up on stage. That's where I, that's where I take it all out is in my singing and up on stage in front of everybody. Um, these last couple of shows that we did with Van Full of Nuns, I remember going up on the stage and just performing and just doing my thing. And I remember coming off the stage both nights and people were like, you did such a great performance. I could tell you were really, really angry up there and you just put all your emotion out onto that stage. And I was like, yeah. And it feels so good to do it that way uh, rather than get angry at somebody and like lash out and just scream. You know what I mean? Like it just feels so much better just to go on the stage and just put your anger into the way that you sing into the words because you can relate to them because you wrote them. 
I think honestly, that's what gives me the best performance when I'm up there is when I get super emotional on that stage. And I think everyone just likes it. But yeah, it is definitely therapeutic. I would recommend yeah, I mean, it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes me, it reminds me of a, a quote I saw. It was like Ryan Kirby or, or his band. Um, I think they, on their shirt, uh, it says, angry music for happy people. And yeah. so, you know, that really resonated with me because I listened to, you know, more like what you would consider hardcore stuff. And everyone's like, oh, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just, it just sounds like you're, this stuff just sounds so angry and, you know, uh, it's not always necessarily like that, you know, yeah. if you look into it, the lyrics or, or anything like that. So, uh, no, very good answer. Thank you. Especially, and especially good because when you can't afford to go to like a therapist and that's like your only that. thing, it's like literally like, it's a lifesaver. I am so glad that I have been like, my path in life is to write because mm -hmm. I like to write rather it be like stories music whatever I just like to write period so I always writing my feelings down but it's one thing to write your feelings down because you could write something down like in a song but no one might ever hear it if you don't like do anything with it but it's another thing to release something and put it out there for the world and then perform it with those emotions and then even when you see people singing the same thing back mm -hmm. and then I think what's crazy to me is something that is so traumatic for me and really like shaped not like shaped the way I am but like a lot of stuff that I had to deal with you know growing up with the song tiny rooms um I live with you know someone who is a severe alcoholic for longer than 22 years but as long as I've been alive for a very very long time and it's just a constant battle of abuse every single day all kinds of it too and you know, dealing with that. So when I go on stage and I see people singing that song back, or I have people saying, I can relate to this, or I love this song, it just goes, oh my gosh, how many people have gone through stuff like this? It's like, I'm glad that people can relate to it so much. And it, it's like a relief and it make, makes me happy that I'm not the only one that's gone through stuff like this, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, awesome. you're, you're not alone and that's the beauty of music, you know? Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. It's it's what resonates with you. It's what you relate to. Um, whatever that oh, yeah. might be. I mean, it can be anything. I, so that's I awesome. literally, Haley Williams. I mean, this is like you know Paramore, huh? Yeah, which I really do. I you know Paramore. I really like dove in, and when I learned how to sing, I would sing Paramore a lot. But one of the specific reasons that I wanted to do music was I see Haley Williams and all the emotions she put out on stage, and all like the raw, like all the stuff that all the songs are about you know, you can relate to the stuff that they write about. And I remember like going to like a Paramore show and she's like, even if you're having a bad day or whatever you have to go back home to, at least right now on the time that we're here, we can be happy and experience all this together, you know? Awesome. And I related to yeah, that so much. Great. And I was like, I want to be that strong person up on stage that can help a lot of other people the way that it helped me. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. And so here I am. During COVID, it was tough because like, I, oh, yeah. I live in Dallas. So like, I, you know, okay. there's always shows up here. So that's oh, yeah. something I was doing like, almost monthly. And so, you know, COVID happened and shows weren't happening. And so once it kind of opened back up, obviously, you know, everyone's going on tour now. And I just always take a moment and just kind of observe and look around and just say like, you know what, all the like, 
crazy stuff that's going on in the world, right? Like at, at any given moment, um, any differences we might have, this one thing is all bringing us here. This artist yeah. or this whatever it is. And so like, no matter what we're going through, we're all having fun right now or yeah. enjoying yeah. something we all love. Exactly. Like a, I think that's just such a beautiful thing with music. Mm-hmm. Um, two questions based off of your previous answer. So listening to your songs, you have like a like a ridiculously powerful voice. So like <laughs> in your covers, like in everything, your voice is, is so strong. It's, how did you figure out you could sing, learn how to sing? Like how did all that come Oh about? my gosh. It's okay. This starts back in kindergarten <laughs> or like even before that. Like my mom, what she would tell me was that whenever she was pregnant with me at the time, she'd always like tell like me, like, you know, like, like moms would speak to their like stomach, you know, thinking, oh, the baby can hear me and they get their mother's voice. Right. Yeah. But she was like, I would talk to, I would talk to you and I would pray to God that music was involved in your life. You know, cool. I was born. Right. I'm, you know, toddler growing up, <laughs> like right before kindergarten, I used to sing a lot. I guess I just like sing songs all the time, but in like, not kindergarten, in first grade, I think my mom convinced me to do honor choir and I was really nervous. So I did that. And then every year after that, you know, in school, I did choir up until like my junior year because I fell out of it because I just don't like choir. My junior year, I was failing physics, so I couldn't participate in a lot of stuff anyways. My choir, one of my choir teachers was freaking weird. She would, uh, I don't think she trusted me. So like she would follow me to the bathroom sometimes to make sure I wasn't ditching the class and though I had left my phone in the classroom. Nice. Anyways, that's a different whole thing. But um, <laughs> I stopped choir for that. But, you know, and in choir, you learn different techniques like uh, breathing and your diaphragm and stuff like that. So I learned a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff in choir. But in middle school, my friend introduced me to music. You know, I discovered Paramore. Haley's range was exactly my range because I was a soprano one in all of my choir. I sang the, I always like to sing the highest notes don't know why I just do and Haley's range was like perfect for me because you know she hits a lot of high notes and stuff and so I would do this technique which I don't think a lot of people know about but this is how I people ask me what I tell them I do something called a mimic technique where I take 30 minutes or maybe longer every day and I put on some songs that are in my range or what I want to work on and I just literally copy how they sing I go they take a breath here so I'm going to learn how to take a breath here know this doesn't feel right in my diaphragm maybe like you know each day you practice it you get stronger with it and you just kind of figure it out in your head as you go along um but that's what I did for years like throughout my entire high school middle school I I did it for so long every day and then you know I just I just learned all the all the techniques and then I would be like okay let's work on my higher range so I'd find some songs that would have some pretty high range um I would just practice those and my parents are probably like in the other room going she sounds awful (laughs) but you know practice makes perfect so I did that and my dad always hates how like I sing with like rasp but I love singing with rasp I think it's so powerful and I love it but I would sing like that like it was just constant practice and constant like finding new like okay I'm gonna sing like some Ariana Grande to get my high notes and um like my vibrato and like how to use vibrato you just gotta you know all that kind of stuff and how to like switch from that head voice into your chest voice and um, all that kind of, like all that stuff. I just learned it on my own to where I am now. 
um, yeah, I never took any vocal lessons or a vocal teacher or anything, just besides going to choir for a school requirement. And yeah. Right well, that, was, that was enough. That's awesome. I don't, I don't know how I pulled it off. <laughs> I just did. I don't know. That's so weird. That's crazy. <laughs> I think about yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> People always like, oh my God, like, what'd you do? And I'm like, it's really like simple how I did it. I just don't know how it worked. <laughs> it just did <laughs> in my mind since I was meant to do music it just clicks for me really easily to figure all this stuff out if you want something like you figure it out regardless you know oh, I think 100%. that's the thing you know yeah yeah for sure and right now like the one thing I'm learning to do is scream like I can kind of scream but I'm not like the best at it so I'm trying to like practice it and get better at it so I can it's tough. Uh, oh screaming is a whole other thing it's, yeah. it's a whole <laughs> other thing it's hard <laughs> but it's fun though everybody recommends i don't remember her name but like all the big screamers yes used her. melissa cross yeah 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 melissa her. cross yeah i was like should i spend money and get like her dvds i like low-key everybody like i mean pretty much all the big screamers used her so maybe i should yeah I should they, she protects she she teaches you how to i think the the main thing is the reason why most screamers use her is because she teaches you how to protect your voice and not like oh yeah fuck it up oh so, yeah like i sing and i don't want to like you know what yeah. i mean i take i take very good care of my voice like yeah i don't go to casinos because there's a lot of cigarette smoke in the air mm -hmm. like i don't like cigarette smoke i'm like i don't want i'm like i know i'm just secondhand smoking it right now but i don't want anything happen to these this right here yeah. it's the only thing i got going for me in my life i don't want to risk that <laughs> yeah i mean no yeah like literally back in like high school and they would ask you like oh you have to go to college soon like you gotta pick what you want to do in college and i'm like i already know what i want to do in my life it doesn't require a degree i don't care about going to school like i hate school um i just want to do music and that's what i do now yeah well that's awesome i i, I dropped out of college i don't care <laughs> and it, so, it wasn't useful for me so i guess a spin off of that how did you get like with the other members like how did you how did you guys all meet or did you know each other were you already friends um I knew Spencer our guitarist uh -huh. back from like 2017 with our old band and that's how I met him through that but after that band didn't work out we just stuck together and wanted to do music because our writing styles work so well with each other um it's kind of crazy right on and last year I was looking for members. Honestly, it's actually been one year since I've talked to the other members about them joining the band too. So that's kind of cool. But I think Wesley had, we follow each other on social media for a while. And so whenever I posted about it, like on Facebook or something, he, I forget, I think it was Messenger, like Facebook Messenger, but it's like, yeah, I'm ready to try the whole band thing again, like all audition and whatnot. And he sent a video and Spencer looked at it because Spencer also plays drums. He was like, yep, he's uh -huh. good. So Wesley joined the band. Um, I knew of Haley way before that. Like she was in another band called New 95 and they were pretty sick. And she was like, I don't know if you know me, but I'm from this band. I was like, I play bass. And I was like, you don't even need to audition your in. Because I knew she was really good. I've nice. seen her so many times. I was like, oh, again. And, you know, we just started uh, playing, like practicing together. And our practices were really tight. Like, I think our first band practice, we had like, we were pretty tight and solid. We were like, okay, cool. Song's done. I guess we can go home now. Like it was, wow. we, we weren't sloppy, nothing. Like it was pretty good. And that's how like every band practice was. It's like, we were, we're always like really like, we practice our stuff. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been crazy. It's been like a wild ride because we became like, 
I mean, it was Spencer, but to go from like knowing some strangers to like them being like some of my best friends now is like insane in just like a year's time. I didn't realize that it had only been a year since y'all, like 2020, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. And y'all have already like amassed over like 5,000 monthly listeners, which is insane to, to go from zero to 5,000 in 12 months is yeah, ridiculous. It's, oh yeah. It's, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's crazy. And I, I'm very grateful and very thankful for Wesley and Haley and Spencer, because I have not met a band in a while or like been in a band in a while that we just connect so easily with each other and we just like you know I I don't know how to describe it like we just we work so well with each other and it's really nice Um, and yeah we're always on the same page we're always like it's just I don't know we bonded so much especially like the last couple of months and it's just it's just I couldn't have asked for like any like better people to be on sounds like it's you know pretty seamless or you know like like you guys can just pick up what the other one put down you know Uh uh-huh yeah very cool we're pretty open we're very open with communicating with each other too so it's like and there's no judgments in our band at all so like and it it works well for us you know no communication is good you know because otherwise 100 percent passive aggressiveness and that's no fun yeah and you know here's the thing is I used to be a very like passive aggressive person I still kind of am but I've like learned recently that it's just so like immature and there's no need for it yeah (laughs) Yeah. you you just gotta vocalize what's going on yeah I'm almost 24 years old and (laughs) we're we're all about that same age in the band and it's just like we have time for that stuff like why like we're just going to be open to each other about stuff and yeah and it's just gone very well for us i guess what we're doing is working i i try to keep up with like the scene and everything and i constantly finding new bands to listen to and one thing that i noticed a lot especially in any type of rock there is a female lead singer they're immediately compared to paramore regardless of the genre yeah <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> try to like stay away from that trope but I feel like, I mean, I guess, like you said, you kind of lean into it and it actually works for you. Like, d- does it bother oh, yeah. you when people compare you to Paramore or? Um, not yes and no. Because sometimes I want to be known for myself, but I also do appreciate like the compliment because I did like, you know, when I practiced singing and getting to where I am was a lot of Paramore. Yeah. And I can definitely understand like if we cover a Paramore song live it's going to sound almost exactly like her because I'm so used to singing the way that she'd sing it and I just you know like I feel like I feel like our voices are kind of similar too that's what a lot of people tell me so it's like while it is so nice and I don't really get offended by it I just go thank you I just want to be known like for my stuff you know what I mean yeah like oh that's the way that Chaney sings Uh, oh hey that girl sounds like Hayley Williams it's like no this girl has a name (laughs) right and that's what yeah exactly so it's kind of like it it depends on the situation I think really but most of the time not really I don't really get offended by it or anything I think of it more of like a compliment I've seen like fans that don't even not even similar to Paramore in any way they literally just have a female lead singer and it's like oh you sound like Paramore it's like bro like do they mean (laughs) like when you sound like Paramore it's like oh no she doesn't sound like Hayley Williams they just or a, no pop, idea. a band that has a female singer so you guys must be like paramore and it's yeah like, 
It's insane. No. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that at all. Like, I don't know. People, I don't know. <laughs> I get bothered me I when either. I see that. <laughs> like, I'm bothered for you. Were. Don't worry. <laughs> I get like some comments where people say that. Then I have other people, def- like, I guess, defending me saying, no, she sounds like herself. Like, stop comparing her to every person. And so I have some like meme, like not memes, but like trends that have happened on TikTok where I'll take advantage of the whole, oh, she sounds like Haley from Paramore. And I'll take advantage of that. And people are like, oh my gosh. And I just, I'm like, I think it's funny. So <laughs> I'll just play off of it. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good thing to do, I guess. I mean, instead of oh, yeah. get to you, just, just work with it. Honestly, my, <laughs> besides like being, you know, therapeutic and writing all my feelings in the songs, the way that I like portray things as like a person, if I'm just like talking to someone, I just laugh through the pain. Like I literally just make jokes about to make myself laugh and feel better. I'm like, oh damn, that was terrible. <laughs> you know, we're like, okay, I'm gonna go watch YouTube now. And I guess, I guess when I put up that wall or like do that, when I try to make jokes and like laugh through like hard things, it it really does like make me feel better. It takes some of like the like the very like emotional stress to, like off. You're like, okay, if I can laugh through it, then I, I guess we'll be fine. So with the whole Paramore stuff, I kind of just play with it because I just think it's amusing. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> what can we expect? You know, you guys got, you know, more music coming out or I know you guys have a pretty big festival coming up in the summer, right? Yes, we're playing uh, Pop Punk's Not Dead Fest put on by a van full of nuns. Um, really good buddies of mine. They throw pop punk nights in uh, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, all, everywhere. And um, they're like the sweetest, just the most genuine people I've ever met. And they're honestly like all like big brothers to me. I love all of their whole crew. It's just, it's like a nice family thing, but they put this festival on and they got Bowling for Soup, Less Than Jake, Dalston and Cliff Diver to be like the main acts. And yeah. um so that's pretty cool. So we're opening up for them. A shout out to the Diver. Those dudes are fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Their music is so fucking good. It really is. Uh, it's like, um, tell my wife, their music is for me because I'm like a dad. I like mow my lawn and my fucking New Balance and shit now. Like, I feel <laughs> like their music is for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like oh my God. dad emo. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's really it's different. You don't hear a lot of bands doing it, and it's just it's it's really good. Yeah, I wrote down some of the bands you mentioned. We can get some of those songs on there. Uh, I don't think you ever mentioned a Vanessa Hudgens song. Oh God, what album was it off of? Identified or V? I can't remember. Oh my God, it was Let's Dance. I was obsessed <laughs> with that song. Oh my God, yeah, put that one on there. All right. This playlist, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh neck deep oh yeah oh um um my favorite neck deep song um over and over put that one on there that was a good one i just love that whole fucking album like yeah i remember i saw a facebook comment and i i laughed my ass off and it was uh they said ben has the strongest chin in pop punk (laughs) oh my god that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) jesus Adam, when you get a get a moment, look up Neck Deep lead singer, and you'll see why that comment's fucking hilarious. That is All so right. funny. Oh my god. Uh, the story so far. Empty space. I love how Hannah Montana's like Spotify page is just a picture of Miley Cyrus, not in the <laughs> Hannah Montana. I put uh, 
starting on start all over on there by Miley yes Cyrus. that okay. is like one of the best songs i love that song my god that mitchell musso oh my god oh these disney stars making music like back in the day was so funny <laughs> but they made some good stuff though <laughs> you mentioned uh my chemical romance danger days oh yeah put na 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 oh yeah i listen to that a lot god what was that one kesha song i was obsessed with tiktok tiktok yeah. on the clock oh we are who we are oh my god there's a lot of options there you can take your pick with that one i think uh i mean you put however many you want on here i put oh put uh, last friday night by uh oh my god but do the uh the pop goes punk version oh god what was that by what was me or yeah no yeah, yeah i think it was what was me yeah that was something i listened to a lot <laughs> what was me that one song Right. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, I miss that man. so much. You put "Oh my God, Oh my gosh" by Usher on there. Oh right. my God! Oh my God! What was that one Jason Derulo song? Hold up! Oh my God, Jason Derulo. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't he say that in all of his songs? I think, I think so. so. <laughs> I think that's oh my God! Thing. Okay, so I was obsessed with the song "Ride in Solo." By him, so you should definitely put that one on there too. Riding solo by Jason Derulo. Oh my God! Wait, I have a middle school playlist of all the songs I used to listen to that were like on the radio. Oh my God! Okay, uh, Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry. That one was pretty good. Um, I also listened to Glamorous by Fergie. Don't know why I was allowed to listen to that, but I just did. It was um, different back then, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta put "I Got a Feeling" by Black Eyed Peas on there. That one's iconic. Oh my gosh, put Fireflies on there. That was definitely an old one I used to listen to a lot. Teenage Dream. <laughs> oh my god, do you guys remember uh, Hey Soul Sister by Train? Yeah, yeah. Hey Soul, or like Bulletproof <laughs> by, by like Leroy. Oh my god. This is <laughs> this is a throw. I should just like send you this list. But uh, yeah, no, I used to listen to all this stuff right here. This is what I listened to before I like really got to like this music or like picked what I wanted to do. Awesome. Know, do you want more song? Do you want more songs? Oh, that's good. Okay. You're, you're good. Okay. Uh, okay, got, good. And then Paramore, I think, was the was the last one that I had wrote down. Um, yeah, put the only exception because that was the one I listened to on the radio a lot. I somehow just knew the words, and so when I discovered Paramore, I was like, oh wait, I already know this song. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I don't know who who all you've opened up for or anything like that. Are there uh, any bands that you enjoy playing with that you played with multiple times or? What you want to add? Um, honestly, we haven't played a lot of shows. We're kind of like picky about the shows that we take. That's fair. Um, and when I when I say that, I mean like, oh, it's a like another smaller band. We're not going to do that. It just that's not it. It just depends on like where it is, like the time of like the date of the show. If you have anything else going on, and like, does it impact us in a more profitable way? Profitable way? Because right now we're for saving up a lot of money to go on other tours, but also yeah. for other things that I can't talk about. So it's like, we're like, okay, do we, are we going to even sell merch at this show? Like, you know, <laughs> like, are we going to lose our money by, you know, spending gas to get down there or doing mm -hmm. this? You know what I mean? It, it's a lot that goes into it. But I think me personally, out of all the shows that we've done, we play with a band called All There Is. They're uh, all three. It's a, just a, all three female um, band and based in Dallas and they're really good. Um, I enjoy playing with them. They put on a good show. 
as the city sleeps they put on yeah. a good show uh they they're amazing um both of yeah. these bands are playing uh so what music fest so i'm really happy for them and i think my favorite person that we've opened up for was probably kenny hoopla that was probably nice. our best show yeah that was the best show i've ever played and that's my happy day <laughs> is there a all there is song you want to throw in there i just i mean i think then we have two better off and yeah better off do that okay. one that was such a good one as the city sleeps you could put on put on icebreaker oh my god we're in there uh fans also like i didn't even know that hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> kenny hoopla Oh, I'll, I'll tell you a good Kenny Hoopla song right now. I mean, they're all good. It's hard to pick one. Um, but uh, I think my favorite one is honestly Survivor's Guilt or Smoke Break. I would just put Smoke Break on there. Smoke Break is, is such a good song. Honestly, Kenny is one of the most insane performers I've seen in a, in a while. And like I aspire to be like that. He's doing push-ups on stage. He's spinning in circles. <laughs> God knows how many times getting dizzy. And he just freaking like backflips into the crowd and like stage eyes and I'm like I need to be like you when That's I perform insane, I man. can't do flips I can't do flips so I can't do that <laughs> but it's so cool to watch him perform you mentioned you were trying to you know work on uh screaming is that something we can anticipate in future material fully if I get my crap together yes you studied paramore for your singing is there any bands that you're kind of jamming out to for your dreaming or um, you just well um, for like to practice, I listen to like Asking Alexandria because uh, their screams are easy, <laughs> nice. or like A Day to Remember. Like his screams are like really easy because he kind of just like starts talking, it's like dude, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like, but I've been told that when I posted, when I did scream for the first time in front of an audience, doing King for a day, but like one like small part. Um. People told me I sounded exactly like Kellen Quinn when I screamed, which I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that's what people told me. Nice. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Please don't tell me I sound like Kellen Quinn now because I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's fantastic. Funny. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to throw any of their songs on there? Uh, Asking Alexandria or Day to Remember or oh King God. for a Day? Asking Alexandria. <laughs> Please, um, for Asking Alexandria, add a candlelit dinner with and Mortar, however you say it. That song is, I listen to that song for, oh my God, like middle school days. Yeah, that's one of their OG ones. With yeah, the it is. <laughs> yeah. I did remember, oh, put on um, I Made of Black, Larry. Oh, I fucking yeah. that's a classic love too. that song. I just saw today that um, my good friends, Magnolia Park, they're opening up for A Day to Remember the Used and Movement, with Movement. I nearly like, just shat myself i was like oh my god this lineup is fucking insane yo i i, oh, say, wow. I, saw, I, I saw magnolia park yes like, i would fucking, with mayday parade and they were really good i would fucking love oh my to interview god, magnolia yeah. park what they're yeah. doing in the scene is so fucking unusual and like it works they're, it's so fucking good yeah though. they're just such i've i've you know i've hung out with them like so many times they're just such genuine and kind people and they just they deserve everything they get yeah like they're killing they're just, it they just got so, off a they really big tour. are oh yeah and they're going right back mm -hmm. <laughs> for two i think there's like uh some 41 and uh and then the data member one i was like oh my god this is insane that's awesome like yeah. i'm so happy for, i'm so happy for them 
you want to throw one of their songs on here <laughs> oh my god yes please uh love me do love, love me. me yeah one of my favorite songs by them yeah but also i really love um kids like us i am in love with that song and what's really cool is that i so magnolia park and i like discovered each other on tiktok and we became friends and so they were coming through for like a tour with like little lotus at the time and yeah. um Josh asked if I wanted to go do guest vocals for Love Me on Kellen's part. And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. So I brought a, I brought a house party shirt and I gave it to him for free. I was like, oh, thank you for this opportunity. Like here's like a free like shirt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know? And so whenever their um, music video for kids like us dropped, I had somebody screenshot it and show me saying, look what Josh is wearing in the video. And I looked at it and I watched it and I was like, oh my God, he's wearing our shirt in the music video. I was like, whoa, that's so cool. That's awesome. And like one of my favorite songs, but he didn't know that, but I was like, oh my God, this is like, that's really sweet. Like, that's so cool how like bands who are getting so much bigger still like show their support for like smaller bands. And yeah. it's really nice. It's really nice. The, uh, the support is very genuine and it's just, it's really nice. And I, I love those types of like relationships between bands. It's really yeah, cool. Absolutely. I think we're about done. The, I mean, Adam, you got anything or? Um, not really a question, but like, is there anything, you know, you want to like share about the band? Like maybe, you know, your handles on social media or like how people can, I mean, obviously on Spotify and everything. Um, any, oh yeah, for sure. Um, like our, all of our handles are house parties parties like multiple plural uh tx <laughs> the house parties texas um on everything we have merch available if you want to buy it we're trying to save up for stuff so that would be helpful um you can go to housepartiesband.com um honestly stream our stuff especially on spotify um we're trying to get you know we're trying to get at least for me i'm like I'm, i want to see hindsight get to 50k or yeah. like even more um but yeah follow us on tiktok i work my booty off promoting on there and it's hard oh my god magnolia park is so good at promoting on tiktok i'm like they make it look so easy and i'm over here going like oh my god this is so hard oh. yeah 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 they they blew big like fast too it's oh insane, yeah because they, they write amazing music yeah <laughs> they, they're so good um but yeah support us in any way you can if you want um follow us check us out we're pretty cool very angry um but yeah we're house, it's house parties so house parties tx go out there buy their stuff They're yeah for college or something <laughs> for tours stream our music <laughs> yeah yeah they said fuck college bro they're doing tours all right yeah fuck college i'm just kidding no go to school go to yeah. school if you, go to school if you need to go to school there's nothing wrong with that i yeah. just it just wasn't for me <laughs> I, just, I had trouble passing my classes i was not going to keep spending money just to keep retaking the same class over again for something i didn't even want yeah, so, yeah. oh that's that's better than most do so so oh, yeah. the way i like to end it is do you do you use like spotify to listen to music yes okay what is the last song you were listening to? Oh, God. Let me pull that up. Uh, this one song is on here, but I wasn't listening it to listen to it. I was listening to it to, like, listen to, like, a part of a chorus or something. But I think the last song that I listened to today, like, was Everybody Like You by State Champs. 
that was a pretty good song. Oh, that's got Ben Barlow in it too. There you go. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. I did an open verse. They had an open verse challenge and I did it. <laughs> and they were like, pure heat. And I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, do you want me to put Tiny Rooms, Hindsight? Uh, we like to throw two of your songs on there. That way people, you know, I open the playlist with it. That way they can get a feel for it. And then we close the playlist um, with one. Definitely, definitely to put... Um, I'd say for people who haven't heard it before, these are the, usually the songs that pull people into us. Definitely uh, Tiny Rooms in Hindsight. Tiny yeah. Rooms in Hindsight. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no it. problem. Anytime yeah, you thanks, want to Jenny. come back, uh, promote, do whatever, you're more than welcome to come on and just let oh, us know. Yeah. But just remember, everybody, playing sure. Pop Punk's Not Dead Fest, July 30th, opening <laughs> up for Bowling for Soup and Less Than Jake, um, Buddha, Texas at Buck's Backyard. You can get tickets on our social media and our website. So uh, do that. All right. right on. You heard it. Go do it. And uh, thank you very much. Of course. Thank you so much. Mm. Yeah.